Hey, my fellow monkeys, what's up? Old Uncle Silverback here with you on the Armed Ape Podcast, the show where we review and talk about everything from guns, gear, and movies to life in general. Nothing is ever out of bounds. As always, everything we talk about has the end goal of making our lives better by cutting through all the marketing BS using logic, reason, and honest discussions. I look forward to hearing from you soon and to your participation in the show. All right, monkeys, before we jump into the show, let's go ahead and get some of our contact info out of the way. If you'd like to contact me, I have a few different ways that you can do that. We have the voicemail, which is area code 206-745-APE1, 206-745-2731. If you would like to record your own audio and have me play that for you on the show, or if you would like to write in an email and I can read that out for you, you can send that to me at thearmedape at gmail.com, all one word, thearmedape at gmail.com. Over on the website, I have the Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube buttons. If you'd like to throw some financial love my way, there's a couple of different ways that you can do that. I do have a PayPal donation button. I also have an Amazon search box where it says help support the show. Basically, the way that it works is if you go through my site, so if you use that search box or if I've got a, a link to a specific product, and you click on that and you end up buying it, Amazon basically gives me a finder's fee. There's no additional cost, so shipping isn't extra. There's nothing like that. So if you were going to purchase something anyway through Amazon, I would appreciate it if you could go through my site and, again, kind of throw me some financial love. It does help support the show, and it helps me pay for things like bandwidth for hosting and for domain names. I think that's going to do it, so let's go ahead and jump into the show. Hey monkeys, what's going on? Today is Saturday, it's the 28th of February 2015. Today's show may be a little bit shorter, but I did want to put something out there. Ken and I haven't been able to get hooked up to review our our next movie that we wanted to do. So what I'm going to do is throw it out there to you guys. Now, we had the last show we had talked about doing Das Boot. However, the one that is on Netflix streaming is the like three and a half hour director's cut which for our schedules and stuff is just not going to work out it's kind of too much time and it would sort of take us forever you know watching a half hour at a time to to when we find when we have the time to get it up and running and, and to make notes and all that kind of stuff so we what i suggested for him is let's do a different movie called ritual and ritual is a movie from 2012 it's Indonesian. It's sort of a low-budget movie, and kind of the gist of it, or the uh, you know the elevator pitch, as they would they would call it, is a man wakes up in a shallow grave out in the middle of the forest, and he has to sort of figure out what's going on. Again, that is on Netflix streaming right now. So if you wanted to watch it and then send in your review, I can either read it out, or if you want to do audio, you can send that to me over at thearmedape at gmail.com. Or 
if you even wanted to post something. Well, I would say don't post really a review to the Facebook page because we don't want to have any spoilers or anything like that. So probably for next week, uh, next Saturday, or yeah, next Saturday I will be recording or maybe we may do it on Friday. I don't know if I can, if I can get, uh, Ken and I hooked up, uh, but we may do that on Friday. Uh, if not, I will probably go ahead and do the review on Saturday and uh, if you guys want to send any feedback, like I said, your own written review, things like that. And if you have spoilers, we're going to stick to the format that we did last week where we kind of sign off, the music plays, and then we come back and then we talk about actual spoilers and stuff. So even if in your written review it has spoilers, if it has things that, that I feel would spoil certain things, I'll move that to the end. I'll just edit that stuff out and, and move it around a little bit. So... um Speaking of the Facebook page, I'm planning on doing more stuff with that. So putting up pictures of things that that uh, that I've reviewed or that people send in, maybe putting more links and stuff like that to the Facebook page. I think it's probably easier to do it that way than it is to go to the website. Um, a lot of times people are on Facebook anyway, so it's easier just to pop over and check the page or whatever. So if you'll go over there and like that, it will make it easier for when we're putting stuff out for the show so I can do notifications of what movies are gonna we're gonna see. Now I had and I know up in Canada the choices that Netflix has are different than what we have down here in the States. And I'm sure if there's Netflix and other I'm not sure exactly sure what other countries Netflix is in, but I know it's it's all throughout pretty much North America. So but I know there's different there's different uh, things that are available. And I think sometimes there there may even be from state to state it may different because I've had some friends up in Utah that said, oh, this movie is on is on Netflix streaming right now. And I've tried to find it down here in Arizona and it wasn't on there, but they were getting it. So anyway, uh, I'm not sure of all the machinations of Netflix, but George, who hosts the uh, New Shooter Canada podcast, has expressed some interest in coming on and being a, a guest host or a co-host of, you know, occasionally things like that. So I did send George a list of movies that I would like to do. Uh, also for you guys, if you want to put a list of movies down that, that are on Netflix streaming, maybe we kind of keep it to that at first. Or if you wanted to have two like uh, make two different lists, like th these are on Netflix streaming and these are not, uh, and these are, th you know, something that I wouldn't mind talking about. Um, and then I can have you on the show if you want, or, you know, so we can do kind of a, a, a joint review. So anyway, again, you know, the bottom line is I'd, I'd like to have a little bit more participation. So it's just not always me kind of yammering on. So what I'll do is I'll go over on the armed ape listener page today. And I will put a list of a bunch of movies that I would like to review. Now, they're not going to be in any order or anything like that, but it'll just be a uh, uh, kind of a list. There is also, you know, a thing called Letterboxd, and it's spelled L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D. And it's a website, and what you can do is you can go over there and you can sign up, and then you can put in a bunch of movies, and it's got things where you can make lists, so you could differentiate in between like horror, sci-fi, or drama, thriller, stuff like that. And then you can also put kind of a, I think they have a thing for a wish list as well. 
Uh, so I may I may do a link in the in the uh, over on the page to uh, my letterboxed thing, so you could go and kind of go see. I don't know that may be expanding a little bit too much, uh, but anyway. So if you guys want to make up your own list and then put that over on the page, that'll be great. Uh, like I said, if, if the more people on there that are on Facebook that listen to the show, and if you go over there and like the page, generally it's, it's not, I don't post a ton of stuff on there. I generally post when a show drops. And like I said, though, I am going to do more stuff, but it will be pretty much show related things about uh, this is the upcoming movie, that type of junk. So uh, and then I talked about uh, the, the movie Ritual, which hopefully Ken and I will be able to get hooked up and be able to record something this upcoming week. If not, if it doesn't work out, I will just go ahead and do sort of a review of that. And hopefully some of you guys will have watched it and send in some feedback as well. Oh, also feel free to, if you have any comments, I haven't got any feedback yet for Blue Ruin. Um, so, and and always feel free, even if it's, five or six months down the road and you want to talk about a movie that had been reviewed, uh, you know, on the show uh, a while back, always feel free to go ahead and send in feedback. You can always send in feedback or reviews on anything that you want. So speaking of reviews on, it wasn't the last show, but the show before last I talked about that I had gotten, Oh, you know what? Before that, let me, let me jump in with real quick. A while back, I had gotten a, we were at Ikea, and they had a, you know, one of those kind of uh, scissor lamps or like a boom lamp or whatever that you can kind of move around and everything. And I thought, well, I'd always been looking for something like that for cheap to try and make into a microphone stand. I hadn't had any, and so I bought one, and I kind of had it in the closet and kind of had kind of forgotten about it. And, uh, so I got it out the other, you know, about a week or so ago and think, well, I'll go ahead and start messing around with this. So I did a little bit of messing around with it today, cut some of the, uh, the old stuff off the lamp. It was kind of an as is thing. I don't know. It was so cheap, but it was a heck of a lot cheaper than me trying to buy like a real, uh, mic stand or, a, um, a scissor mic stand or whatever, you know, where the thing kind of, you can articulate it and move it around. So I got that rigged up and I am actually using that right now. And I, it works really well because I, I tend to want to talk with my hands. And when I was doing that, a lot of times you guys don't see it, but when I'm talking to you, my hands are moving and going. And, uh, sometimes you'd get microphone noise, like, cause I'm, I'm after a while, my hand gets tired and I was, cause before I was just holding on to the mic. So anyway, I made that stand. It, it uh, all I had to do was I cut off the, I removed the, the light bulb shroud and then I cut off this, the, uh, the wire going into the socket and then I was able to unscrew the little mount where that socket was held onto and was able to just pop the microphone in there. So it was something, I think it was only like $9 for that, which beats, you know, having to pay 30 bucks or, you know, look, the cheaper ones are around, I think like $30 or so. And, you know, they, even the cheap ones kind of, a lot of them will come with extra wire, but I don't really need it. Uh, for what I'm doing, I'm just kind of sitting here at the computer desk and stuff talking to you guys, so I don't need a, a big fancy rig. But it is nice. I can move it around. I can adjust it. Uh, some of the adjustment screws weren't really holding that well, and so I, I kind of backed them out and kind of wiped them down and then and uh, uh, put them back all together, and now it works great. It holds really well. 
and so I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased with that. So. I had to take a little bit of a break there. So I think what I was talking about before I took my break, I was going to give you my review of the Extrema Ceramic Cookware by Ceramicore. When we're doing the reviews, I always like to ask five questions. Not all of them apply to everything, but by asking these five, everything kind of stays in the same uh, camp and we get kind of consistency ac across through through reviews and things. So the first question I like to ask is, what is this thing designed to do? The second question is, how well does it do that thing or what are the pros of it? The third question are, what are the cons or where does it fall short? The fourth question is, what would I like to see done by the manufacturer uh, differently, if, if anything? And the fifth question is, did I make any modifications? And if I did make modifications, did it make it better? Did it make it worse? Did it stay, stay excuse me, about the same? So in that first question, if we're looking at realistically, what is this thing designed to do? Obviously, it's designed to be cookware. But the selling point of it or the reason that you would buy this over anything else would be that it doesn't leach anything out into your food. The theory behind it is that uh, since it's ceramic, uh, that from the get-go, they don't put anything in there that would be bad or dangerous, and the glazes are done the same. Also, there has been independent lab stuff that says that everything is below acceptable levels of this, that, and the other thing. So, in theory, you're not getting anything that gets leached into your food. So that was kind of their main thing. Other than, you know, being able to contract or pay an independent lab to do the testing for me, I don't know. I sort of have to go with um, stuff that I've been able to find, uh, research that I've been able to find that says that the heavy metals and stuff like that are basically there's no leaching uh, of aluminum, cobalt, chrome, nickel, that type of stuff. Um, now, whether some of those things are going to be in there, you know, if you look, when you look at things like aluminum, aluminum is kind of in a lot of different things, uh, sort of out there in the environment. So the main thing you would be looking at is that there is no, uh, that there's no leaching or they can't detect any leaching. Uh, so anyway, I, I think it meets, meets the criteria on that. Um, the independent lab was from Brandywine Science Center. Uh, incorporated again I don't know tons of stuff on there but uh, they seem to have all the proper accreditation and all that other stuff so anyway the second thing that this was sort of designed to do or some of the selling points is is that it it can give you somewhat of a non-stick surface and this has to be taken with a little bit of a of a caveat it kind of does in that in the cleanup it cleans up and it looks really good but it is not a traditional non-stick in the way that you would think of like maybe a Teflon coated pan uh, that has something that's kind of uh, laid on top of, of your metal pans. Or it doesn't really, well, let me, so it, it kind of meets that. So let's move over to the 
we'll, we'll kind of come back to that here in a little bit when we talk about maybe some of the cons. How well does it just actually just cook the food? And it does cook the food normally. I think you get a different flavor to the food or maybe, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, to me, some of the stuff tastes a little bit better. It tastes, I, I noticed the difference in some of the things that I would cook, like some of the chicken, some of the um, dishes that I would make, uh, eggs and thing tasted a little bit better. Um, whether that's kind of psychological on my part, I, I, I don't think it is because I, a lot of times I have kind of a pessimistic view of when I'm trying something out. And so uh, let's say if I'm getting something and it's supposed to be better, I generally fall kind of on the negative category of, Oh, that wasn't better at all. So to me, it did taste, it tasted, I had more like flavors, I guess, so to speak. I just had a better taste experience. And that, that of course is going to be very subjective. The, the flavors I think, you know, uh, come out a little bit stronger in that. Uh, and so you get a little bit better dining experience. Now let's kind of move over to some of the cons of it. So we had talked about the nonstick aspect to it. It doesn't necessarily have like a nonstick thing like you can get sometimes with uh, cast iron ware if you're using some of that or where after you've got it seasoned um, and if you've used it for a, uh, for a long time, you do, you do get a type of like a nonstick surface on there. With the ceramic core stuff, it's not necessary. You still have to use oil, or you have to use some type of uh, of a medium in there to, so so that your food won't stick. But it does make cleanup is pretty easy with it. And I've found that uh, when I was first using it to make eggs and things, like they kind of got a little bit done, overdone, and they got stuck on there. But well, all you have to really do, I found, was just take it, stick it in the sink soak it in water for about a half hour or so and then everything kind of loosens up and it comes right off you don't really have to put a ton of elbow grease into it i found uh, to get stuff to clean up quite well so it's it's not going to be a true non-stick thing although as far as cleanup and ease of cleanup it works really well now because it is ceramic and because the glaze has been fired to such a high temperature the glaze on there is very, very, very hard. And so this may be something that would maybe be a con to some people in that you're not, you can use metal implements on it, but what it will do is it will discolor it because the, it's not that the glaze is getting peeled off, but you're getting traces of whatever metal implement you're using. So they recommend that you use either wood or uh, the silicone you know, cookware or not cookware, the, the silicone utensils and stuff that are out there. I generally will use wood with, uh, whenever I'm cooking with it, uh, I, I like using uh, the wooden spoons and wooden spatulas and things like that. So another kind of, uh, maybe con is you do have to sort of change how you cook with it a little bit. So it's not like using a stainless steel pan where you just kind of throw it on there and it heats up and then you can kind of do this. The way that it works is the pan heats, um, you're, what you're supposed to do is sort of preheat the pan. So you've, and by that, what I mean is let's say you're going to cook eggs or chicken or whatever. What you want to do is you, you put your oil in the, in the pan, 
Then you put the pan on the stove and you let it heat up for a couple of minutes. Once the pan has sort of come to temperature, it it retains the temperature. So you have to kind of watch it a little, unlike with a traditional, let's say something like a Revereware or a traditional stainless steel pan, where you can, once you sort of remove it from the heat source, the pan starts to cool down uh, so that you don't have to be as careful uh, with your temperature set. Now with, with this stuff, what happens and eggs is a good example. Let's say you're making scrambled eggs or an omelet. You'll put it in there. And then when it gets about halfway done, once you've, once you've sort of figured out the temperature range of the pan or the skillet, then you, when you're about halfway through, uh, or sometimes even three quarters, depending on, on again, how hot you've gotten the pan, you then will take the skillet off or the pan off away from the heat, there's enough heat that's retained in in the uh, cookware to where you can go ahead and finish up the eggs that way. And I found that it's it's sort of a kind of trial and error stuff. And in that way, it's a little bit more of a pain in the ass to cook with it. Another you know, potential con of it is because it is ceramic, you can't, if you drop this thing and you've got tile floor or if you bang it like super hard, it is going to break. It would be just like a plate or a coffee cup that you have. Now you don't have to treat these things with kid gloves, but you do need to be aware that, uh, that they are, I wouldn't say fragile, uh, but they, that they, they cannot take the type of a beating that a, uh, a stainless steel pan or, you know, the, uh, something like a, a cast iron pan. Um, so are there any modifications? Let's see what else, um, with the cooking I noticed because I got like a skillet and then I also got like a, um, a sauce pot type thing. And I noticed that you, it does seem to take a little bit longer for it because it has to come up to temperature. And if you leave the lid off, you don't really get that really, um, good rolling boil. It, it will still come to a boil. Uh, but when I was cooking pasta with it and stuff, I noticed that initially what I would want to do is once I would, uh, I would put it on there, put the water in, let it kind of heat up. And it takes, again, it takes longer because you're having to let that heat come up through the pan or through the pot. Uh, and then I would put the lid on it and then that would help it to, to give me that good rolling boil. Then I could dump in the pasta and kind of cook it from there. Uh, and with that, I found that it was it was much the same as using just a traditional pan um, or a traditional sauce pot that you would use to cook pasta with. So I think that would be maybe it for some of the cons. Um, well, let's talk about modifications that I'd like to see from the manufacturer. And really, not not really too much. The nature of, of the pan, it sort of is what it is, and the cookware, it sort of is what it is. Another thing about it is that they, you can, they can go into the microwave, they can go on the stovetop, they can go into the oven. So they're really versatile kind of from that way. Because they were so, well, they were fired at such high temperatures, is that the pans themselves, before you would kind of reach a temperature where you would start to to change the glaze or melt the glaze, it could go up to, I think, about 2,000 degrees. And in ceramics, when you're firing stuff, 
depending on how high you fire it, it changes the molecular structure of of the object. So basically, it's it's fired to such a high uh, temperature that it becomes stoneware. And that's why that certain type of glaze, when you put it on there, that glaze becomes very, 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 very hard. Uh, so that, again, uh, you're not going to uh, scratch it with stuff. So if, uh, if we get back to cleaning, you know, you can use sort of the, the like steel wool pads and stuff like that, and it doesn't seem to do anything. Now, I think you could actually, I'm sure, well, you could, um, obviously you could grill with them. And I think in theory, you could even put them in the freezer or you could store them in the fridge. Uh, so they're pretty versatile that way. Why you would want to ever put the thing in the freezer, I don't know. Uh, but you can do it, I guess. So anyway, as far as modifications, I don't really, I don't, can't really think of them. There were no modifications that I did or I would be necessarily able to do. Some people may want like different colors, but that would have to come again, maybe from the manufacturer. And they, the ones that I have are black and I guess they maybe I think they have maybe some red and some green ones now. So there are some different colors that are out there. Now, as far as, uh, well, I think that's kind of about it. So let's, let's talk about, I'm kind of trying to think of stuff, so I'm sorry I'm a little scattershot here. So overall, am I happy with them? Do I think I kind of got what I paid for? Um, and maybe that's another, uh, can be a kind of another con, is they're kind of expensive. But when you compare it with other things, let's say if you wanted to do enameled cast iron, you get a lot of the same stuff, but the weight is a lot. The weight is a lot less. Um, however, the cost of them they're a little bit pricey, uh, so they are compatible. Uh, I don't think they're as expensive as um, maybe some of the Le Creuset and uh, what is it Staub or something like that. Anyway, some of those things that are, that are the, kind of the higher end uh, enamel cast iron that are made in France. Uh, so. Anyway, I think uh, I would go. I would recommend it. There is a learning curve with them. I'm happy with it. I, they they are doing what I want to do. I think it's a safer, maybe long term health and a little bit healthier because I don't think you have the the issues with it leaching. You definitely will not have any issues, uh, even if you say ah the leaching is bullshit uh, because it's not going to get up into high enough temperatures. But anyway, there is no leaching. But the the main thing would be that. If you were wanting an alternative to something that is somewhat nonstick, but, but actually has pretty good ease of, of cleanup, I, I think it's a good way to go. They're a little bit lighter than something that would be its maybe its counterpart. So if you had a 12-inch skillet or a 10-inch skillet that was cast iron, obviously it's going to be a lot. It's going to be quite a bit lighter. Uh, sometimes they say that the handles on them can get kind of heated up a little bit. I haven't noticed that. They do come with some silicone little handles that can go around there or uh, a pop or handle protectors or something like that. Overall, like I said, I'm happy with them. I think it's it's going to do what I wanted it to do. And the main thing is is when when we cook in it, we're not getting any like little flecks or flakes of the Teflon or uh, any of that type of stuff. The nonstick stuff is not coming out and getting in our food. So... Uh, again, you guys can check out their website, kind of see what you think. And uh, I think that's going to about do it. Uh, let's see. I don't think, I know I'm umming and on here a lot. Like I said, I, I had to take a break and I kind of lost my train of thought here a little bit. So uh, getting to the next show, which hopefully I will be able to put out 
next week. And hopefully Ken and I will be able to bring a movie review to you. That will be on the movie The Ritual, which again was the 2012 Indonesian movie. It is streaming on Netflix right now. If you're down in the U.S., if you're up in Canada or elsewhere, I don't know if you'll uh, be able to get that streaming uh, where you are. Uh, but if you want to throw in your two cents with that, go ahead. Uh, again, I'd invite you to go over to the Facebook page, the listener fa- the listener page, and go ahead and like the page. And that way you'll be able to see some of the, the photos and things like that that I'll go ahead and put up. And uh, I don't do too much with that stuff. I generally just post the shows and things like that. I'll also put up, uh, I think I talked about before, putting up a movie list, which I'll put up. And then you guys can also, if you want, you know, drop something on the timeline there uh, or uh, leave a comment or something like that on what movies you'd like to see or movies you think would be good for review. uh, If we can get them on uh, through Netflix. And even if you wanted, if there was something that wasn't streaming, uh, but maybe I could get it through the discs. I, I, for me, I both do the streaming and the discs because there's a lot of stuff that you right now you still can't get on streaming and you can only get it through the discs. So, all right. I think that's going to do it. My monkeys. I will talk to you guys next time. This guy's got a monkey scrotum and he's bragging about it.